morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it may be when you're listening to this. This is Jeannie Cisco Meth, and I am so glad you have chosen today to spend some time with me. Man, this last week has been profound. So make sure you grab a piece of paper and something to write on, anything, and make sure you bookmark this, whatever, because the learning that I have gone through this last week, I'm going to share with you. And it has absolutely shifted my life in a profound way. So thanks again for joining me. And um, let's let's dive right in, okay? As you know, well, maybe you don't know, I'm the bully-proofing you expert, right? I help people tame the bully between their ears. And so you would think that I have a handle on it, right? I have no bully between my ears. I've accomplished it. I've overcome it. I've tamed it. Well, my dear friend, I'm here to tell you uh, that's not the case. (laughs) And I wasn't even aware of it. I had the opportunity to uh, join a coaching program here in Utah. And it was it was such a God-given blessing. I won a scholarship. Otherwise, I don't think I would have done it. And one of the things she had us do this week, it's a group of us. I think there's like 10 of us in the group. And it's it's online, um, which makes it really easy for, you know, getting to and from appointments. I just got to come into my, my desk and get ready. And so... So I really appreciated that as well. And I truly believe it was a God blessing. And um, she gave us some homework. And the first homework that she gave us, which I have given to thousands of people, maybe even more than that, all over, is to keep track of the negative voices in your head. So when you say something like, I am, you know, I'm fat, I'm lazy, I'm stupid, whatever it is. Or for me, it showed up as you are, you're fat, you're stupid, you're whatever. Keep track of that. And then, you know, answer these questions. And she gave us a series of questions. And so I'm like, okay, you you guys, I, I did not realize how big a bully I still have between my ears. I was totally unaware of it until I grabbed that paper and started writing them down. You see, I used to do it constantly. I used to do it every day. And then over the last few years, you know, as you know, the world went through a huge shakeup and um, I kind of fell away from some of my practices that I used to do every day. And one of those practices was capturing the negative thoughts. Because I know that if I capture it and I put it down on paper and I look at it, then my logical brain can break it down and go, oh, wait a minute. Because you see, we have beliefs not because they're true, but because we have evidence that supports them. And so if I say, you know, let's use one of the ones that came up for me this week, and that was, uh, you're fat, and nobody will listen to you because you're not in great physical shape. I was like, wow, I didn't even realize that was in there. But as I wrote it down, I started thinking of all the times I hadn't done something because that thought was in there, that bully was in there telling me that, you know, no, no, no. And one of the questions she asked, which didn't have a very big impact on me, but maybe it will on you, was where did that comment come from? 
So, you know, did it come from your family? Did it come from outside of you? So the first question after you've kept, pardon me, the first question you ask after you've kept track of the negative comments in your head is, where did that comment come from? Now, to me, that wasn't as impactful. It was like, okay, it came from this person or that person or, you know, whatever. And that didn't have a huge impact on me. However, um, let's see, the next question is um, that I had to do, sorry, I'm looking through my notes, right, to make sure that I get them in order because I really want to jump ahead to the question that really, really impacted me. But the first, the first one, keep track of those negative thoughts as they come in. So you're going to have to carry a notebook or a piece of paper or something with you because, man, they come quick and they come hard. And many times for me, they came in a succession. So I would have one comment, then another comment, and then a, a third comment. And many times it was the third comment that I hadn't caught before, that third or fourth comment that just kind of you know shut me down and hid me. And, and the first two I was aware of and I could negate or I could um, discredit or I could move away. But that third and fourth one, I wasn't aware of. So where did the thought come from? And you're going to write that down on your paper. Then the other one was, you know, just kind of journal them out a little bit, um, dive a little bit deeper, find your evidence for that belief because the belief isn't true. Or you may say, well, that's true. Well, of course you think it's true because you have compiled pages and pages of evidence that prove that comment is true. And so here's the next question, which is what would I do or who would I be if I didn't believe this? This one was was pretty good for me, but not as good as the one we're getting to. I'm just saying, okay. So where did that where did you hear that from, and what validates that belief so that you believe it's true? What is your supporting evidence, so to speak? And then this one, this is the one that really nailed me, that really got it out, and that was. Why does the belief, I'm not, or I am, whatever it is, that negative comment, make my emotions make sense? Why does my belief, I'm not, or I am, fill in the negative comment, make my emotions make sense? You see, because our subconscious doesn't operate on truth or facts, it operates on making us make sense. It has to make sense of our world. Well, it does many things, but one of the things that it does is it needs to make sense of our world. And so if I have the belief that I'm out of shape, therefore no one will listen to me, that feeds into my introvert side. It allows me to hide. It allows me to to stay away from other people. It allows me to not live into the full potential that God gave me. Can you believe that? Think about that for a minute. Asking that question, what does the belief, fill in the blank, make my emotions 
make sense. Another one was that came up to me was, you're so stupid. You see, I have so many learning disabilities and I still have them. You know, I talk about them in my book. I've talked about them from stage. I could list all of them now, but I won't go into that. But I have a lot of validation to why that statement is true. It's not true. There are things that I'm not good at. And I remember telling myself, Jeannie, if you were the only one who couldn't spell very well, nobody would have made a spell checker. And I was like, huh, that's true. Because nobody does a business, you know, that they can't make money at. Nobody goes into business and says, hey, I'm going to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to help one person who's going to pay me 50 bucks, right? They just don't do that. Well, I shouldn't say nobody does, right? Because maybe there's somebody out there who does. But the majority of people don't do that. And so if something has been created, it's because it will benefit a lot of people. So by saying that statement to myself, Jeannie, they created spell check, therefore you're not the only one. That got me through that first layer of You're So Stupid. And that allowed me to write my first two best-selling books. And I'm working on my third, right? I've been working on it for a while. And I'm like, when will this ever be done? But the Lord keeps telling me, no, you got to add this. Oh, got to take that out, add this. And so I'm still working on it. It's still a work in progress. But I digress. Let's go back to our question. The comment, the negative comment that showed up in my head this week was, you're so stupid. I was able to negate it to a degree. However, when I wrote, when I answered that question, why does the belief, I'm so stupid, make my emotions make sense? This is what I came up with. It allows me to escape the pressure of putting out content or looking for clients or speaking events. Wow, that was profound. And since I realized that, I've gotten amazing things coming into my life because I captured that thought, I analyzed it, I realized where it was coming from, and now I'm finding new supporting evidence for a totally different belief. Because if my beliefs are true because I have, I have validation to them and they're, they're not true, right? I'm not stupid. Are there things I don't know? Absolutely. Absolutely. There are things I'm not good at. Are there things that I am good at? Yes, absolutely. And so I got to apply evidence to that belief of there are things I'm good at. Just like I applied evidence to the negative statement that made it true. I've got to apply evidence to that new statement. Now, I won't bore you with all of my comments and, you know, what they meant to me, but I want you to take some time this week, keep track of your negative thoughts. Trust me, you have a bunch because everybody does. And then ask yourself the question, where did that thought come from? And then what evidence am I using to support that belief? And then why does this belief Make my emotions make sense. And then the cherry on top, how does God see me? How does God see me through the lens of his son, Jesus Christ? Because he would never say the things to you that you're saying to yourself. 
Think about the person that you love the most. Maybe it's a spouse, a child, a brother, a parent, whatever. I don't know. Think of that person. Picture them in your mind. See their face. See their smile. You know, see them standing there. What color of clothes are they wearing? Where are you going? Get them really clearly in your mind. Now say one of your negative comments to them. You don't want to, do you? Because you know that it would hurt them and you would never hurt that person. But yet you say it to you day after day, moment after moment, second after second. God would never say those things to you. You know who would. Yes, it's the devil. And there is a battle going on every day in our minds between good and evil. Some more than others. We all have it though. And so I invite you to pick up your pen and do what? Do battle, wage battle with your pen against those negative thoughts. So you're going to keep track of your negative thoughts. You're going to ask yourself where it came from. Then you're going to ask yourself what validating um, evidence do I have to support that belief? And then you're going to say, What would Jesus say to me? What would my husband say to me? Because that's where I had to start. Because when I asked that question, what would God say to me? All I could see were my faults. Everything I had done wrong, not only that day, but the day before. And it was just glaring in my face and I just couldn't get past it. And so I asked my husband to help me. I said, babe, I've got to do this homework. Can you help me? And he started telling me how I looked through his eyes. And it was absolutely beautiful. And I started crying. I didn't feel worthy. And then I realized we're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're all sinners. We're all, we all fall short. We all make mistakes. We all screw up. And God loves us anyways. He died for us while we were still sinners. He died for us while we were there in our sin, in our own poopy diapers, so to speak. He came. He lived. He walked this earth. He suffered horrible torture and humiliation, and he died. And he said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. While they were torturing him and nailing him to the cross, he still loved them and he loves you. And those horrible things that you're saying to yourself are evil. They're destructive. They're tearing you down and they're keeping you from the potential that God wants you to live into. So I invite you to accept this challenge this week and then let me know how it goes. I want to I want to hear how you've come out on the other side. What does God say to you? What did you find out? What beliefs are holding you back and stopping you? I want to be here. I want to rejoice. I want to celebrate. There's one thing that I'm learning as well. We got to celebrate more the good so that we do more good. Let me know how I can help you. Thank you so much for joining me today for these thoughts, these musings, these these things that I am learning and applying in my life. And I hope that they do the same for you. I pray for you. 
I love you. I'm sending you a big air hug right now, wrapping my arms around you and saying, you are amazing. You are loved. You are special. You have a mission and it's to help someone somewhere in some way. I don't know what it is, but you do. And you've shrunk back from it because of these negative statements in your head. Well, no more, my friend, because now you have the tools to make a difference in your life. I know they did for me. Thank you again for joining me. Have an absolutely beautiful day. And let me know how I can be of service. I'm the only Cisco Meth on social media, which makes it really easy to find me. My name is spelled just like computers and drugs. So I'm pretty easy to find. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.